this is totally not dancing, and you're listening to the Shred Shack. Greetings, folks. Dan Mack here. Hey, I'm Chris Mack. And <laughs> welcome to you to episode 100, 205 of the Shred Shack Podcast, <laughs> your premier source of news and uninformed yet heavily biased opinions pertaining to all things heavy metal, airing bi-weekly on iTunes, Mixcloud, Google Play, practically any streaming service, goddammit, as well as re- being recorded live on Twitch as we speak. Um, so let's get started with previously on. If I'm not mistaken, we are doing a free flow episode. Yes, we are, but 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 we haven't um, previously on. Oh uh, well, my the main thing is that we had tried this uh, Twitch experiment um, last time, uh-huh. um, and I was curious how it went. So, what can you tell? What can you tell me about the experience that we uh, that we had? Well, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. <laughs> I didn't watch it back or anything like that. Um, I I honestly don't know, so I can't really say okay. here. Okay. Um, yeah, um, I mean, I mean, I mean, where like there, there was there was no feedback during, so um, we 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 didn't get much uh, to go with it as of right now. But it is still kind of in an experimental phase, so we're just going to keep trying it out. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, also, previously on, I had mentioned that I needed a new laptop, and I got one uh, during Prime Day last uh, week. Prime Day, yes, Prime Day, yes. Yes, so I got I got a pretty sweet deal on a pretty decent laptop. I feel pretty happy with it, and I'm able to access everything now. And I'm I feel so much better with uh, with my equipment at the moment. Delightful. That is right. That is awesome. Right. Right. Okay. Um. Uh, now I assume is is it similar to the one you had previously, or is it you know very is it an actual laptop where it's like everything's attached and not all detached and connectable like it was before? But, yeah, it's it's a it's a legit laptop. The last the last thing I had was more of like a tablet type thing. This this is a laptop for real. Okay, awesome. And thus far, yeah. all thus far, all is well, which is great. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really had a chance to to play with it because, like, the the fucking uh, my schedule has been all sorts of crazy with the kids and everything mm-hmm. like that. And um, so, I'm sure I'll get a chance to really deep dive deep deeper into it come like September. <laughs> okay, well, that that's all right. You know, by summertime, you'll be able to enjoy more of it. So for sure, for sure. Yeah, awesome. Okay, um, so um, then. That does it for previously on. Then I'd say, um, yeah, sure. is, there, is is there any old business that we want to cover? Um, I'm sure if there is, we'll cover it while we go through the the news. Okay. Um, but nothing, nothing that, um, nothing right off the top. Okay, so then let's carry on to new business. And with new business, we talk about uh, typically talk about new album releases, uh, of which I have not been paying attention to new albums in months. So um, I'm leaving this up to you. Well, don't worry, Dan. I got a note. Of course um, you do. Of course I do. So again, we'll go through the list, about two weeks worth of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give the the old thumbs up, thumbs down, and maybe a, a, a little note here or there if I had a chance to write shit down. Okay. All right. So, 
right off the bat here, we got Black Braid and their album called Black Braid 2. They are an indigenous black metal band from the Adirondack Wilderness. This is how they build themselves on their Spotify profile. Um, okay. But that was an excellent record. Double thumbs up on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had a double album from the Butcher Babies, uh, their Eye for an Eye and Till the World Blind albums. Uh, they released them on the same day. Uh, the two, they, they, it's, it's like two separate releases because it has two separate titles, so like Use Your Illusion 1, Use Your Illusion 2 kind of thing. Okay. Um, but they're released on the same day, very similar to that. Uh, for me, this was pretty much a big, like, meh. Only because like the Butcher Babies, they're they, they're good, like, and I enjoy listening to them. But the thing is, there's nothing that really sets them apart from from that pack. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is just pretty much more of what they what you're they're known for. There's nothing special, and there's nothing new. Um, so I don't understand why they needed to do a double album. Uh, they probably could have just done like a double album and release an EP like either later this year or early next year. Both these things didn't have to come out at the same time, so mm. there's that. <clears throat> All right, fair enough. Next up, we got Voyager. Um, this is kind of like a, a badass prop metal, uh, prog badass pop prog metal band. Okay, um, very. Very cool mix of of stuff going on. So they got some genty stuff going on. It's all clean singing, very melodic, and there's some like fucking some synth shit going on in there. It's pretty dope. Um, the album is called Fearless in Love, and it was a double thumbs up for me. Okay. Next up, we got Lockjaw and their album Relentless. Uh, I got some Kill Switch Engage vibes from these guys, um, and I was really digging it. So that was a thumbs up. Hmm. Nina Strauss has her new album out, The Call of the Void. She has some pretty, really, some really good uh, guest vocalists on this one. It's a good guest shredding on it. It's, it. It was it was pretty pretty great actually. So that was a thumbs up. Um, Will Haven, California Noise Rock Hardcore. Uh, their album was called Seven. That was a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Better Lovers, God Made Me an Animal EP. This is um the band featuring. Oh, Greg from Dillinger. And that was actually really good. That was a thumbs okay. up. Okay, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that was, I enjoyed that a lot. I, and I think one of our guys picked it to be their album of the day when it came out. So, um, Aura Lair, their album Thousand Petals. Uh, this one was kind of reminded me a little bit of Caius. It was um, enjoyable riffs and groove. Uh, so that was a thumbs up. Mm hmm. Edge of Paradise, Hologram, uh, very much like the Butcher Babies. Uh, I mean, they're enjoyable, they're catchy, uh, but nothing really makes it stand out from the pack. Uh, so this was a little bit of a meh for me. Uh, let's see what else. Evile, Unknown, that was a thumbs up. Uh, Preacher is a metalcore band. Their album was called Blur, and that was a thumbs up. And last but not least on the list is... Caligram. It's a black metal band and their album called Position Momentum and that was a thumbs up. Okay. Okay. So then outside of the newer releases, what else have we been listening to? Well, I mean, um, I'm still on a alternating kick of Sleep Token, um, Take Me Back to Eden, and Okay Good Nights, The Fox and Bird. Um, 
haven't really gotten away from those albums too far. Although I did listen to some comfort stuff this week, one of them being Unleashed the Archer's Abyss from 2020. That's one of my mm-hmm. go-to records when I need something comforting. Um, bunch of instrumental stuff, um, just like some chill. I think like if you go on like Spotify, you can like search up like you know, um, like literally you can look up chill instrumentals and you'll get like a thousand different playlists. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have a deep they have a deep focus playlist that's pretty good that I listen to when I read or when I need to like not be fucking anxiety induced at work if i just need something in the background and that i don't need to pay attention to i'll throw that on um speaking of that actually um i did listen to two of the seven albums that devin townsend released yesterday under his new project called dream peace which is uh, all ambient shit mm-hmm. literally like i think he even like when he released it he says he doesn't want anyone to like really pay attention to it it's, it's meant to just be background shit and it really was it really helped me out today um just kind of get through work um when i really needed it so that that's something to to check out um is a dream piece he has seven seven albums of ambient music out right now which was pretty cool Okay. Um, and then, of, of course, my normal podcast, you know, Escape Hatch. Um, they, they've they been covering a bunch of really good movies recently. 70 Millimeter, Austin Danger Pod. Went back and listened to some Gondra Bar. Uh, they're back with their book club for The God Emperor of Dune. And I listened to an episode of Happy Sack and Fuse this week because it featured director Christopher Nolan, who I happen to love. And he has his new uh, movie Oppenheimer coming out. Um actually came out today as we're recording it and i'm going to be seeing it tomorrow morning so very cool very much looking forward to that yeah okay i haven't listened to anything um aside from what's in my car (laughs) so i just uh just been a little bit all over the place lately um and if i'm if i'm not working typically i'm working on something else i can't I, I usually can't listen to music and do some a certain something else at the same time. So um, not not been not been much music going on lately, unfortunately. So I have nothing really to talk about in that regard. So um, yeah. gonna be getting back into that. Um, I just started to redo my office. I got my uh, boombox plugged back in so I can listen to some of my some more of my CDs again. Um, and uh, I'm actually going to be taking more, paying more attention to a lot of the stuff that I have as far as box sets in my closet. And I'm like, I haven't listened to mm. a lot of these in a while. So, so that's going to be a, uh, a an upcoming thing for myself. So nice. So that'll that'll be happening soon. But aside from that, um, you know, just you know, occasional one-off stuff and and whatnot, but nothing big. So. Yeah, I gotcha. So yeah, yeah. So um anything uh else before we carry on to news? Uh not really, not really. This was a very slow week for uh new releases, no big new releases uh, that happened this week. Mm-hmm. Um we'll just take a look at the list here. Um Cadaver has a new album out, I'll be listening to that one. Um let's see, who the hell else? Come on. Greta Van Fleet released a new album today, so maybe I'll check that out. Mismore, Oxbow, St. Agnes, uh, The Zenith Passage. Yeah, there's not, not many big releases coming out. It was a very slow week as far as new releases. Um, 
So we'll see how that goes. And then in the following week, the 28th of July, oh, we got new Seven Dust coming out. So that'll, that'll be that'll be good. Very that'll nice. Listen to. Yeah. Very nice. So by the next time we record, I'll have a new Seven Dust to talk about. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. I lo- I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to that. So, um, all right. So let's let's move along to news. And since this is a free flow episode, we are just going to pull up uh, Blabbermouth and uh, run through some headlines from the past few weeks and see what see what's been going on. If there's anything worth talking about, or if it's just going to be more Dave Mustaine, Dave Ellison. So, well, I think we can just get this right off the bat because I think it happened today. Uh, Tony Bennett passed away. I think at ninety six. Yes, yes, I believe that is correct. Yeah. Yes. Well, so, I, I, I was. I. I have never been a fan, but I. I never obviously had any reason to dislike him. So, so that is definitely a, a loss to the world of music. So, for sure. For sure. So, um, out of sight of that, I don't think I can think of anything off the top of my head. So let's roll right on into this. So, um. So let's see if anything comes up that seems quite uh, fun and important. Uh, Don Dawkin, proud of the new upcoming Dawkin album, Heaven Comes Down. Um, Looking forward to hearing a little bit of that in the future. Um, Polish guitarist Vogue. Apparently, part of Machine Head and Decapitated. Uh, I did not realize that this individual was the now the guitar player for Machine Head. So, well, I mean, Phil Phil Demel left the band. He's doing like he's filling in for Lamb of God like every other day, and he's also got violence going on. Mm-hmm. I guess this guy is like a touring guy right now because I don't know if he's. I don't think he's a member of the band. He might just be like again like the touring guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, either way. Either way, uh, Armored Saints John Bush on the uh, well, well, let's let's get this out of the way. The uh, Wasp US tour has been canceled due to Blackie Lawless having to undergo uh, back surgery, or at least that having mm-hmm. more complication than originally anticipated. Yeah. Um, and originally open and to, slated to open up for that was Armored Slain. And John Bush is talking about how he and the band are super bummed about having to unfortunately forego this this uh, tour, which I think that would have been a great tour personally. For sure, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, Helmet announces September October twenty twenty three U.S. tour. Helmet are apparently still a thing. So. Yep, and they are coming here to San Antonio on October 16th to the Paper yeah. Tiger. Okay, excellent. Um, slash on the possibility of a Guns N' Roses biopic. Uh, I just don't see it happening anytime in the foreseeable future. Probably not till all of them are dead and they can get away with certain things because I'm sure that there are 10,000 different ways for everyone to sit there and talk about how one event went down. Oh yeah. yeah, and the thing is, like, honestly, I don't think we need another biopic like that. Mm-hmm. You know, we had the Dirt, Bohemian Rhapsody. I mean, 
Rocket Man. I think Rocket Man was the best of those so far. But mm-hmm. I just don't think we need another one right now. That like that 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 kind of saturation of that particular type of biopic. Yeah, I don't think we need. Like I say that going to see a biopic tomorrow, but I think it's going to be completely different than the rock and roll biopic. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. I still haven't seen any of the actual biopics that we've talked about thus far, though. So, oh, uh, in all honesty, you could probably you you you've already know the issues with Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes, and I'm pretty sure that you probably it's probably very similar to issues are taken in in Rocketman as far as like timelines and stuff like that. But the thing is, Rocketman is much more of a musical than it is a biopic because like even the musical sections of it happen as like a musical. Like it's like choreographed and like it takes place in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just like you know bits and pieces of music trying to try like while the story is going on. Like the music is part of the story. Gotcha. Okay, makes sense. Uh, Hurricane returns with first new album in over twenty years. Have no idea who that is. No. Put this under uh, under previously on. Dolly previously Parton on. Rele- <laughs> releases her cover version of Queen's "We Are the Champions." I need to listen to this. Yes, so that, yes, that yes, will yes. be on previously on. So absolutely. Okay. Uh, Mayhem to release new live album "Demonic Rights" in September. Um. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Bad Wolves release a new single and video called Bad Friend. Um, a lot of people are kicking off tours right now. Mr. Big plays their first show in Japan in six years. Uh, at the same time, Cold Chamber kicks off their first tour in eight years. And oh, Mud- Mudvayne kicks off their first headlining tour in over 14 years. God. Damn, and it was just announced, we'll probably come across it later, Freed is reuniting as well. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Which I feel like history has finally been kind to Creed. Well, I mean, they, I think there's a lot of other bands that people can hate now, that people can look back on Creed with nostalgia and be like, remember when? Mm, I suppose. Remember when we only had, we only had one band to hate? <sighs> Speaking of remembering when we only had one of something, Roger Waters announces the <laughs> Dark Side of the Moon Redux and shares his reinterpretation of money. I'll put that as previously on as well. Yeah, you you go ahead and do that. I don't think I have an interest in that personally. Apparently, um, it's like a stripped down version, so we'll see what that's about. How how much more can you strip it down? Like what? Just take the, the money sound effects. <laughs> this, you know, don't do the saxophone solo or anything that Gil- David Gilmore did. You know, it's just his bass line. <laughs> yeah, basically his bass line, and what, he didn't even sing the original song. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, it's just his tracks, and that's it. Like that just sounds so. That sounds so like, like. I my head is up my ass. So, um, Beartooth announces new album, The Surface. Um, cool. Beartooth does not look like a metal band; they look like a '90s grunge band. True. Yeah. True. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, 
Third Secret, featuring members of Soundgarden, Nirvana, and Pearl Jam, speaking of a grunge band, uh, State of Mind video has been released. I listened to one of their tracks, and it was pretty good. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe maybe I'll give a listen. Uh, Godsmack does not rule out putting a standalone single uh, out in the future, considering that they are done with full albums. Yeah, a little, uh, like, I think as he said, I think that I think I saw this on Metal Sucks, and they're like, you know, he's he's backpedaling on his no new music statement. Uh, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll release a single here and there. It's like, did you just like look into the future and realize that you're not going to make any money going forward? Seriously, like, it's like, how do we get shit? <clears throat> Uh, Hollywood Undead to team up with Tech Nine for for Hollywood and Tech Nine or Nine Hollywood and Nine tour. Cool, I guess. I don't know. Um, Slash working on a blues oriented solo album featuring a bunch of different singers. I can get behind that. That'd be cool. I can see yeah. that. Yeah. Um. And everyone's just kind of coming out of the woodwork right now. Throwdown announced his first yeah, live wow. performance in eight years. Wow. Yeah, everybody who hasn't played a show in a while is like, damn, I kind of have that itch. It's 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 really funny that that's happening while, while a lot of bands are complaining that like touring is not worth it anymore. But mm-hmm. then you got some of these bands coming out of like out of hiatus to to tour. It's really weird. Oh, this doesn't necessarily say tour; it just says live performance. I know, but like we're also seeing other bands that haven't performed in a while go on tour. Yeah, you know. So I I don't know. It's, it's just, it just seems very weird. Yeah, I gotcha. Uh, Exodus guitarist Gary Holt apparently has been thinking about a solo record for years. But Exodus was his solo project. Like I thought, he wrote <laughs> all the music. He's been thinking about it. He hasn't done it. So, um, long time all that remains drummer Jason Costa quits bands for deeply personal reasons. Someone pissed him the fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Peter Frampton to receive the my my myos myositis 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 myositis. There you go. Myositis Association's Hero in the Fight 2023 Patient Ambassador Award. That is pretty nice. Cool. Uh, Papa Roach singer Jacoby Shaddix and his wife celebrate 26th wedding anniversary. Jesus. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. That's wild. Good for you guys. Still be, still kind of feel bad for his wife, though. I mean, married to the I mean, singer of Papa Roach. Yeah, but whatever. It's cool. Yeah. Anyway, um, Advanced Sevenfold guitarist Sinister Gate suffers leg injury during Mansfield concert. I did not watch the video for this. I don't know what happened or how it happened. Let's see. While you're looking for that, they didn't really—they didn't really say anything about how he injured it. He just kind of 
it happened during the the, the song of the stage, which is the seventh song of the set. Um, he, while the song was going on, he bounced um, and left the stage um, and let the rest of the band perform without him. And then they stopped for like 20 minutes. And then he came out, uh, he was getting his leg wrapped up so he could play the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. from the back of the stage so he left he he wasn't on stage for the rest of the show wow okay i see okay, okay. but still still sucks i mean yeah you know, we gotta we oh gotta we gotta watch out for these watch out for these these rock stars these aging rock stars can't do the same things anymore <laughs> so it says he, he he says um later on um he got on the discord or whatever and he wrote he has a pretty severe contusion of his calf and he has crutches and can't walk on it at the moment uh sock said he it could be from dehydration possibly from last night's show and not enough water throughout the day yeah wow wild shit okay yep now if he were a wild animal he'd be taken out to be shot and speaking of people who should be taken out and be shot ted nugent is working on a memoir Oh no, that was a that was oh, that was no. that was definitely a stretch of a joke, but I had to do it. So, uh, let's see. Former Five Finger Death Punch guitarist Jason Hook announces new band Flat Black to go along with the drummer, the ex drummer's Psycho Sinner project, which was garbage. <laughs> I, didn't, I never even listened to it. It was garbage. Anyway, uh, Queen presented with Brit Billion Award. I mean, when Queen's not being handed an award, we begin to question life as we know it. Flotsam and Jetsam announces September 2023 Blood in the Water U.S. tour. Um, I wonder if they did you see this one about? Here. Did you see this one about Mark Tremonti? Uh, yes, contributes over a dozen tracks to gameplay of Stern's line of Venom pinball games. That's cool. That is that is pretty cool. Um, and the Flotsam and Jetsam tour is not coming anywhere near us whatsoever. No, really? Jesus. Um... King Diamond says title and cover artwork of next Merciful Fate album are both ready. Hell yes. Awesome. That is something that we need. So For uh, sure. We need new Merciful Fate, new King Diamond. Let's get let's get let's get a fucking double header here. Yeah. Uh in the meantime, we get some new drowning pool soon with singer Ryan McCombs. Um for soil, yeah. Yep, working on that. Um, okay, we don't need to worry about a Slayer reunion. That's not... No, we don't need that at this point. Uh, Uli John Roth to return to North America in spring 2024 with stunning three-hour extravaganza. Da-da-da. Uh, Metallica is working on documentary about the band's superfans. That sounds interesting. That'd be that'd be cool to see. Yeah. Sepultura's Derek Green blasts greedy venues for taking absurd percentages of bands' merchandise sales, continuing that that difficulty. 
uh, since that has been a thing we've heard about by a number of bands in the past. Yeah, it's been a big thing this year. Big thing. Yeah, yeah, and I, I can't, I, I can't imagine how that's even allowed or possible. But I mean, venues can go suck it. So, and like, I, I, I know everybody wants to make money, but like, guys, really, like, no. Seems like a that seems like a low blow that one. Yeah. Keanu Reeves' rock band Dogstar announces first album in two decades. Summer Fall 2023 tour uh, has been announced, and I believe a single uh, has surfaced or is about to surface online. So, very cool. Look at uh, the tour dates. They have mm-hmm. um, they have a bunch of like California hours, like a bunch of West Coast dates, pretty much like a lot of California dates. Yeah, and then they go to Japan. <laughs> they go to Japan for three dates in uh, September. Then they come back to three more California shows before they hit up Illinois, Michigan, uh, Canada, New York, Massachusetts, PA, and a couple other ones, but nowhere near Texas. But like wild shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you mentioned this earlier, but Creed is reunited and doing some live performances. More importantly, Alice Cooper releases a new single called White Line Frankenstein from the from the, the forthcoming album, I believe it's called The Road, um, and announces, uh, an October, uh, not, uh, announces October 2023 U.S. tour dates to go along with the tour dates that were already existing, including one on August 22nd here in San Antonio at the Tobin Center. Fuck yeah, I'm going. So, Oh my god, this dude doesn't fucking stop. I like look at how long this tour is. Holy why, shit. why? Why would he have to stop? It's a three month tour. Like some guy, like some bands are like announcing like a ten date tour. This is like thirty dates. Well, what does he do? What, what What does he do? He 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 plays in a band. He does golf and he drinks diet coke. That's Alice Cooper. Oh my god! Is the, is that the key to longevity? Do I need to switch to diet coke? Do I need to play golf? <laughs> fucking golf fuck that oh god <laughs> um oh speaking of wedding anniversaries frankie bellow and his wife are 25 years 25 year anniversary wow right on Congrats. that's more of a win for his wife <laughs> <laughs> uh Fonzie announces fall 2023 US tour which is coming to not here not here, not not here, here. whatsoever good Maybe job Chris Jericho closest is what Kentucky or Tennessee one of those something like that so Jesus all right um let's see let's see more about Dave Mustaine. Don't care. Uh, speaking of bands that are going to regroup and tour, Poison to regroup in 2025 for more touring and possibly some new songs. Isn't oh that great? God. Isn't that great, folks? Oh, that's, man. That, that's great. Ugh. Blech. Um... Queensryche releases new AI-generated music video for Tormentum. The machines have begun to take over. 
Uh, Godsmack announces September, October 2023 North American tour with the Treyu and I Prevail. Uh, if you had some better opening bands, I might consider that. So that's not. That's also not coming here. Yeah, well, I can't go to it anyway. However, Classics of Yes Fall 2023 tour is happening, and that is coming. Not here. <laughs> Paul McCartney, a bunch of dicks. <laughs> Paul McCartney announced a new podcast, McCartney, A Life in Lyrics. That should be interesting. Well, he already has a book about all of his lyrical work. Really? Yeah, I think I have it. Interesting. I'm fairly, okay. I'm fairly certain it's the only reason I know it even exists. So... In this moment, Ice Nine Kills announced Kiss of Death Fall 2023 US tour. Not even going to look into the dates for that, so. Not even, not, nope, not coming here. Speaking of in this moment, uh, they announced God Mode album shares the Purge single. See, uh, that's the funny thing about in this moment. I was, think, I was thinking about them a lot this week because. Um, Edge of Paradise and Butcher Babies both have sounds that are very similar to um, in this moment, and I I, I kept on thinking of of Maria Brink a lot uh-huh. more than the others than the than the actual singers of the bands. Gotcha. Okay, I, I I'm not as familiar with in this moment, so. Uh, Deicide announces new album Banished by Sin not not long after they just released Bible Basher. Don't fuck around. Yeah. I mean, you could sit there and get a lot of mileage out of just saying fuck God and ooh, devil, devil, <laughs> devil. I mean, they've, they've been doing it for 30 years, so <laughs> let's go. Seriously. Okay. Uh, the Who announces a deluxe multi-format release for Who's Next? Lifehouse. Do you see all of that stuff in this picture? I do, but I, I'm looking at it and I'm like, I don't like the Who that much. <laughs> like one of those discs seems like too much Who for me. Oh my god, it's, it's 155 tracks, of which 89 are previously unreleased and 57 feature fresh remixes. Ugh. Whoa. Any remixes? Here's a here's one. Jacoby Shaddix, Papa Roach, Corn, Papa Roach, and Deftones were like the next Metallicas, who immediately then farts and sniffs his own flatulence. Because, yeah, getting high on his own fucking fart fumes. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I know, bro. I mean, I, I, could, I could see that for maybe Corn. You know who the maybe... next Metallica is? You know who the next Metallica is? It's Metallica. Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. You, 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 you don't. No. There, there, there will be no other Metallica. There, there's, there's never going to be another one. There's no. never. I don't think, I don't think, like, some bands can get big and stuff like that, but I don't think there are bands of that magnitude anymore. Yeah. Like, what? They have your, you, have your, you have your legacy acts like Iron Maiden and Metallica. Tool probably to a certain extent, um, but there's they're just there's just nobody of that magnitude anymore. Yeah. There there will never be another band 
like that will, uh, I'm not even going to say in, in musically, just the, just what has been accomplished. There will never be another band like Metallica. Yeah. And the thing is, I think as far as size of shows, there always be someone who's going to make that kind of capacity. I mean, look at the Taylor Swift shows. Like oh, she's man. selling out stadiums, like, like it's nothing. Yes. But as far as like a rock musician, the only band I can see getting kind of close to that is Slipknot right now. But the thing is, like, even they still have to like have a package to be able to sell a place to sell out a place like that. That's why they have to do like a knot fest or something like that. Like, yeah. but Metallica, Iron Maiden, Taylor Swift stadiums by themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like that's a conversation in and of itself, but for sure, absolutely, um, yeah, yeah. Mammoth WVH announces fall twenty twenty three North American tour with Nita Strauss. That sounds pretty cool. Ooh. That sounds cool. Ex Fear Factory nice. singer Burton C Bell cover version of Ramstein's Du Hast. That also seems interesting. Where did you go? My goodness. Oh, I see. I, I went on ahead. I, I skipped over a few things. I was going to say, you, did, you skipped over Guar playing at NPR's Tiny Desk concert series? I mean, they played, <laughs> they played at a tiny desk. <laughs> it's Guar. Oh, in other, in other news, Randy Blythe from Lamb of God has cut his dreads off. Holy oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that's a weird look, I got to say. I mean that's the that's the look I, I I of course I knew him from like when I first got into the band he had short he had short hair like that but mm-hmm. for the last like ten to fifteen years he had them dreads and like oh shit dude yeah. what's going on yeah um Europe to release new single hold your head up in September also known as the final countdown part two <laughs> um here's what I found interesting. Fate's warnings, Ray Alder. I started losing my voice probably 15 years ago or so. At least someone's got the balls to say it. Yeah. Like, like, like not, not saying that like he's been, this guy in particular has been denying this, but a person who is a singer in a band can sit there and say, I am definitely not where I once was. I mean, I think, I think some bands. Uh, like some frontmen go about doing that by changing things up and not like being explicit about it. Like we're pretty sure I'm pretty sure for the longest time, Dave Mustaine was probably trying to keep up with his, his, his vocal stylings. But I think it was only like maybe 10 years ago or something that I heard that like they specifically started tuning down the guitars because Dave can't sing the way he used to. Mm -hmm. And Metallica, Metallica started doing that with the load and reload albums. Um, so, I mean, they do it, they do it, um, subliminally almost, I guess, or trick or like sneakily to kind of like get around those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. They, they, they pull some, they pull some musical trickery. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Megadeth's Dirk Verburen. The metal scene is a really good place. Is really in a good place. Um, that is arguable, but um, I think that it is a fairly healthy scene, to say the least. 
Um, I would say so. I would say healthy in the sense that you know there is, there are there is plenty of music out there. So you know everywhere you turn, you can find something, and something's got to catch your fantasy, right? So. Mm-hmm. Ginger's Tatiana Schmela. I'm never going to get that name right. So Tatiana celebrates seven months of sobriety. Congratulations to her. Absolutely. Um, let's see. Event Sevenfold's Johnny Christ calls Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody a musical masterpiece for songwriting. You would be correct. Wait, why is that news? I don't know. I don't care. Shut up. <laughs> Accept it. Well, this is news right here. Is it? Is it Nicole McBrain getting hit by yes. the gong? Nicole McBrain getting brained by the gong. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing back the gong show. <laughs> so it's played by Bruce Dickinson. It falls on Nicole McBrain. Bruce's face in this fucking photo. <laughs> I uh, he I, I can't. It's kind of a small photo, but I mean, I'll take a look at it. Maybe I'll zoom in on it, make a meme out of it. Like, oh, I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Gene Simmons is concerned about lack of artificial intelligence legislation. No, he's they, more upset that he hasn't been able to market it yet. Yes, they have. They're they're they're. they're he hasn't put not, his logo on it yet. They're they're not wholly sentient yet. They're working on it. <laughs> uh, oh. Let's see, New Testament drummer Chris Dovis. I'm here to stay. Good for you, whoever you are. <laughs> um, not worried about that. That um, that body count. Mixing new album Merciless. That is cool. I can get behind that. Sweet. Shadows Fall will continue recording new material throughout 2023. Speaking of artists who have dreadlocks. And speaking of artists who have reformed and have been playing shows. Yes. That is yes. awesome. They never, I, I wish they never went on hiatus. I fucking love them. I cannot wait. Yes. What makes a song a good song? Judas Priest's Richie Faulkner weighs in. I can weigh in, too. It doesn't suck. That's what makes it good. What makes a good song when it's not written by me and I can just play it? <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Megadeth, Megadeth. I'm skipping over some Megadeth stuff. Just Jesus tired, Christ. Tired of talking about Megadeth for a little while. Until they until they have another good album. Um, in this moment, pulls out of Michigan's upheaval festival due to a lack of necessary space. Uh, presumably, that means that they don't have enough space on the stage for a live show that they would set up. So, no room for Stonehenge. My goodness. Okay. New Guns N' Roses single is coming any day now. Is that the name of the the single, or is that just speculation? That, I believe we also said that Chinese Democracy was coming out any day now, back in the 90s. <laughs> um, Three, Dr. Some, Pepper. 
<laughs> still have my ticket. Uh, here's an unfortunate one. Original Biohazard drummer Anthony Mio dies after battle with cancer. Bummer. That's definitely a, definitely a bummer. Which you know, hopefully they they pay a little tribute to to him when uh, they they do their upcoming uh, shows. Uh, Brujeria announces new album Esto es Brujeria. I think I have my. Um, oh, there you go. There we go. I'm just like I said. I'm just kind of skipping around. You can now get an Alice Cooper license plate for your Arizona vehicle. I'm moving to Arizona, baby. <laughs> That's um, pretty cool. Celebrate 50 years of ACDC with new Monopoly from the op. Ooh, ACDC Monopoly. Celebrate 50 years of ACDC by ruining your friendships. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Monopoly's brutal. It, it, it can be. It certainly can be. <laughs> Um, Overkill kicks off their Scorching the Earth US tour. I think they're coming around here sometime soon. I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nonpoint releases a new single, A Million Watts. Baroness shares Beneath the Rose single from their upcoming Stone album. Baroness is first, great. I think, I think their first album that is not based on a color. Good. Well, not not recently. Yeah, wow. Didn't even think about that. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. the, oh. the four albums that I have are all color. Uh, color. Right, yeah. Yeah, my favorite one was Purple. Oh, that record. Corey Taylor. I completely backed Lars Ulrich and Metallica's Napster battle. Okay, well, that's good. Wow, so, he, so that means he pulled a John Cena at the fucking Congress hearing then. Because I didn't see him. <laughs> Yeah. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> I you know what's really funny because I'm actually gonna go see the Barbie movie as well on Tuesday. Is him uh, as a fucking mermaid? I think so, yeah. I cannot fucking wait. It's gonna be, he's I love him because he doesn't take himself seriously and he can really have a lot of fun with yeah. what he does, which which I think he like is like the total antithesis of the rock, where the rock takes himself way too seriously. Thinking yeah. that he's a great actor when he's really not, and it's like, he, dude, have some fucking fun for Christ's sake! All the Rock is doing is playing the Rock in multiple movies. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a bummer. It's a bummer because like when he first started acting, I thought he was pretty funny. I thought he was pretty good, and now it's it, he's just the Rock all yeah. the time. Yeah, that's that's basically it. Breaking Benjamin has a lot of music recorded for next studio album. Uh, don't care. Uh, Creed, blah. Ted Nugent, blah. Lamb of God, Randy Blythe cuts off his dreads for the first time in nearly a decade. We talked about that. So, um, do, do, do. Another another artist weighing in on the idea of venues taking merchandise sales. That is uh, the Fear Factory guitars, which is presumably Dino. Uh, doesn't actually. It shows a picture of him, but doesn't say it's him. Yeah. So I'm not going to open that uh, anyway. Uh, Iron Allies, featuring former set members Herman Frank and David Reese, Fear No Evil. That I would like to see. Um, Skid Row's Eric 
Grunwell uh, covers Iron Maiden's The Trooper. Any that any any Iron Maiden cover, I am willing to take a listen or view to, but I can't uh, I can't say for right now that may be a follow up. I may have to go through a lot of these and, and see a few things. Um, speaking of things I used to follow up on, Iron Maiden's Legacy of the Beast mobile game unleashes a collaboration with In Flames. Interesting. Yeah, I heard about that. Or you know, I scrolled past it the other day. <laughs> this one's going to make you sweat. Metallica shares another trailer for the M72 World Tour live from Arlington, Texas. And shit I want, we'll talk about this. Yes. Sammy Hagar, there's not going to be a Van Halen reunion. No shit. I mean, who the fuck is asking for it after Eddie passed. I mean, what? No. Who the fuck even thinks it's possible? Legitimately right. possible. You, you'd just be having another Pantera thing, and then we'd have a million people weighing in on that thought, and it's like, guys, we're tired. Everyone shut up. And for real. So. Um, okay. Just blah, blah, blah. Um, Devin Townsend shares Forgive Me from Empath Live in America. That's probably something for you. I'll wait for the whole album to come out for that, actually. Yeah. Over 30 artists announced for the 2024 Monsters of Rock cruise. Who among them? Uh, oh, wow. This is... Oh, wow. This is lost in time. Holy shit. Uh, so, wow. Uh, Satriani, Extreme, The Darkness, Winger, Ace Fraley, KK's Priest, Accept, Queensryche, Quiet Riot, Y&T, Glenn Hughes, April Wine. Uh, I'm just going to skip skipping through a few. Uh, Slaughter, British Lion, Vixen, Armored Saint, Faster Pussycat. So, um, essentially, this is this is so 80s, early 90s. It's insane. Well, it's posted by Eddie Trunk. So, I mean, it's pretty much... If, you, if you're a fan of Eddie Trunk and you're a fan of that metal show, you know what you're going to get on this oh. fucking cruise here. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean... I'm not complaining about the list of artists, but uh, I, I, I think Eddie Trunk is a little bit, a little narrow-minded. Oh, dude, don't even get me started. Like, I loved that metal show, but, like, Eddie Trunk is very close-minded as yeah. far as that stuff goes. He's also very, like, like for, like, he keeps on ragging on the, on the Hall of Fame. Like, yes, we know they suck. You don't have to bring it up every single time, buddy. We know the Grammys suck. You don't have to bring it up every time. Like, mm -hmm. just just look forward and like move forward, and like maybe listen to a new band, maybe or you know, yeah. listen to something past nineteen eighty six. Okay, please. Yeah. Speaking of something past nineteen eighty six, Tesseract announces new album War of Being. Yes, and the new single, which is the title track War of Being, is eleven minutes long, and it's fucking chuggy and genty as shit. I can't fucking wait. Well, you're gonna have to. Sucks to be you. Um, hey, whatever. Still this year. <laughs> Lita Ford announces summer, fall 2023 US tour dates. She is a 
she is an artist I would like to see live just just because and she's actually playing in San Antonio in December. Oh shit. Uh, at, wow. a, at, a, yeah. at a venue I've never heard of called the Espy. Formerly Sunset Station. What the fuck is that? Never even heard of it, but Whoa. that may that may be something worth checking out. This I am so extremely jealous of. Ex-Nightwish member Marco Hitala joins Delane on stage in Switzerland. Um, I, what I what I actually was more concerned about was that Marco Hitala and Anarchy Van Giersbergen are touring together. I would love to see that Whoa. show. That sounds awesome. That would just be an amazing I, show. Wow. That's got to be only in Europe. That's not coming here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You 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 know there's no chance in the U.S. Oh. Um, God damn it. This video may be cool. Black Sabbath's Tony Iommi joins the Hollywood Vampires on stage in Birmingham to perform Paranoid. That seems pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Foo Fighters Chris Shiflet to release new solo album Lost at Sea in October. Cool. Lejean Witherspoon doesn't see Seven Dust ending anytime soon. That, 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 that makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside. If you're consistently putting out good tunes, keep going forever, dude. That's a guy. Lejean is a guy who I hope his voice carries on until he's old. I sure hope so. And the thing is, like, if you, it, like, he kind of always reminded me of like um, what's the singers from um, Living Color? What's his name? Corey, Corey something. Corey Glover, or Corey Glover, something yeah. like that. Uh, yeah. what, what, I, I think it's either it's either the singer or the guitar player. I can't remember. Yeah, I think he's the singer is Corey. Anyway, he always reminded me of him, and I I think Corey's voice still sounds really good. So if Jean follows in like the same kind of footsteps, I think it's going to be. Perfectly fine for another 10 to 15 years, minimum. I, I, I really hope so, because I think he's, I think he's, as, as a vocalist in metal, as, a, as an actual singer in metal, I think he's got one of the best voices. For sure. And the thing is, they, they, they never really focus on, like, the screaming part of his vote. He always was a great singer. Yeah. Well, he, he he like the, he also had the fact that the band had three vocalists technically helped a lot. Oh, true, yes, and I, I love um, what Clint and and uh, Lejean do together. Like Rose, I could do I could deal without. He's kind of annoying sometimes. Um, he's more of a shouter than anything else. Yeah. But Clint and fucking Lejean can fucking sing, yeah. and when they sing together, that is fucking gold. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of gold, Gene Simmons opens up about true love and marriage. I never wanted to be hurt ever again, so I fucked a whole bunch of girls. You fuck. Jesus. Get 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 out of here. Go go uh, go get in a kiss coffin. It's lined up. It's ready to go. No, seriously. With all of his money. There's <laughs> one special coffin that- for all his money. <laughs> He's definitely he's definitely the guy that's going to take his money with him. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Oh yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a treasure hunt if there ever was one. 
bury bury his bury his uh, <laughs> his his coffin underneath some sort of like <laughs> it's like that Simpsons episode. It's buried under a big T. <laughs> um, Last in Line announces summer fall twenty twenty three U.S. tour. That would be cool to see. Overkills. Bobby Blitz Ellsworth says he will know when it's time to retire. Well, that is not anytime soon, it seems. Man, I, it, it's so funny. So I was at the gym the other day, uh, and an ACDC song came up. Okay, and I was listening, and I was listening to fucking Brian Johnson saying, "Like, you know, who would have done a much better job covering for Brian Johnson?" During that period of time where he wasn't singing with the band, instead of Axl Rose, it Who's would that? have been Bobby fucking Blitz. Bobby I Blitz would have fucking I could killed see that. Him. I could see you that. You know what I mean? I mean, I know they needed like a big name guy to fill in for those kind of fucking those kind of shoes for that kind of tour. And Bobby Blitz is like, who the fuck is Bobby Blitz? Well, like we know him, but do ACDC fans necessarily know him? Probably not. But they know Axl Rose. But I think Bobby Blitz would have done a better job. And because he, I think like his raspiness sounds a little bit more like a Brian Johnson fucking raspiness than Axl Rose does, I think. Yeah. Also, I think um, obviously because Bobby Blitz is in a metal band, he's going to sound a lot more intense. So I think, like, I think that could have amped up the sound a little bit uh, for those shows. I, again, I haven't heard anything from from when Axl Rose did it. A lot of people say he did a very commendable job, but I I I can't put in my two cents because I've never heard it. So yeah, well, I think is I uh, just listening to. I think it was also like a newer ACDC track, so it was like it's even raspier because he's older now. Oh yeah, and like again, listening to like the last three fucking Overkill records, like he's got some fucking is it's like he's fucking gargling sandpaper for Christ's sake. Oh yeah. So I think it would have been it would have been, been a better fit. Yeah, he's just he's just going to hardware stores and gobbling that shit up <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> Uh, Judas Priest officially replaces Ozzy Osbourne at Power Trip Festival. Ozzy had to step down oh, yeah. because he is not ready to. He hasn't been ready to play a show in forever. Let's just get that out of the way. Honestly, at this point, he's never going to be ready to play a show. I, I I I kind of agree with that. We'll see. I mean, he may get one last good, like somewhat good performance out of himself, but that's it. Oh man! Just I mean, stick to the studio. Really, yeah, it's really pushing his luck again. If you're going to consistently put out some decent rec- recordings with the studio magic and like you got a pretty solid producer behind you right now, fucking do that. Just yeah. keep on putting out albums like once once every two three years. You'll be fine. Please, yeah. you got this. You got this. Uh, Rush's Alex Leifson, Leifson uh, debuts new Epiphone Les Paul custom guitar in Ruby. I don't know what Ruby is, but cool. Um, I always thought Epiphone was was supposed to be kind of like a meh brand. Well, I mean, it's 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 not like essentially it's it's not a knockoff. Uh-huh. Um, it's just it's it's made by Gibson, but it's just a lower quality. Oh. Uh... It's it's more for like your everyday guitarist, not like you know the ones who can afford to have a really good guitar, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
Cheap Trick announces October 2023 U.S. tour dates. I've seen Cheap Trick, so I don't need to see them again. Uh, they're not coming anywhere near here anyway, so don't worry about it. However, this is potentially a good tour that I would consider seeing. That's Biohazard announces September 2023 U.S. and Canadian tour dates as a support act for Megadeth. It's five but, dates. Well, still, even so, but not the combination I necessarily would have expected. True. True. Yes. So Legacy acts, though. Legacy acts, so I get it. Puddle of Mud has a new album coming out. No, not sure why. <laughs> Dying oh, Fetus yeah. announces new album and a fall 2023 tour. Um, it says fall 2023 tour. It does not say what region of the world. And that is the U.S. And it is coming to Austin on October 28th. Excellent. Well, Interesting. Speaking of, speaking of bands who haven't toured in a long time, mm-hmm. Porno for Pyros announced first tour in 25 years. Holy shit. Because reasons. I probably because you can't because you can't get Dave Navarro to go do Alice and uh, Jane's Addiction. I don't know. Yeah, well. Yeah, well. Yeah. Meshuga announces fall 2023 North American tour with In Flames and White Chapel. That's not a bad I tour. Am, I am looking this one up. Oh, that's not a bad tour at all. God I, damn it! Nowhere near. Yeah, well, maybe they'll extend the tour. They they often they often do that. So, God damn, that's fucking. Uh, new filter single coming from the uh, album The Algorithm. Uh, filter just never been a big fan, so not not my concern. Corey Taylor releases a second single from his post traumatic uh, called Post Traumatic Blues from his second album, Corey Motherfucking Two. Twiller. There you go. Um, Seven Dust, Lejean Witherspoon has about 20 songs for his upcoming debut solo album. Speaking of speaking of people who we never want to f- finish rocking. Yeah, I mean, Jesus. Buck Cherry's Josh Todd says rock is no longer dangerous. Oh no. How dare. Okay. Boo. Go, go, go sing Crazy Bitch another another time. Sully Ernest says fans will get more of Godsmack now that band will no longer release new music. How that works, who knows? And then again, they will no longer release new music. But earlier, because we're doing things backwards, we had talked about how he's they're going to release a single here and there. Disturbs David Draymond says finding help for his recent mental health issues was unbelievably frustrating. Now, while I will say that there's nothing funny about mental health issues, I think that the very start of this was him finding the caps lock. (laughs) And turning it the fuck off. Seriously. And I'm pretty sure like when he returned to social media, that was part of his bio. No more caps lock. Like, there's there's being there's being in on the joke 
and then there's doing that. That's a little too much. Uh, I, I think it's I think it's kind of funny. So um, we mentioned Helmet before. Helmet's releasing their first album in seven years. Uh, Ghost Inside returns with new single Earn It. Very cool. Very cool. Iron Maiden presented with gold disc for UK sales of Sanjutsu album. Nice. I want one of those so badly. Right? Yeah. Just oh. like like <laughs> like those like like one of those golden records. Oh. So they got a gold disc. Uh, and is in recognition of their critically acclaimed studio album Sanjutsu selling over 100,000 physical copies in the UK. Mm-hmm. That's a gold record. <laughs> this, this makes me think, um, yeah, obviously you remember the cartoon, The Critic. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's an episode where uh, Jay is presenting an Oscar to somebody, and he finds out the Oscars are actually just made of chocolate, and he goes, oh, my God, it's chocolate. Now I want one more than ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. D. Snyder, once again, blasts the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They're elitist mother effers. You can say motherfuckers, it's fine, but you were you were there for the uh those, those censorship things, remember? Oh my god. Um, let's see, let's see. Do 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 nothing, nothing, nothing. Oh you you skipped over the other thing that you'd be jealous of. Which um, is which is uh the the Performance of Beauty, uh, the uh, Final of the Opera, opera. yeah, Yeah, with Marco Antaria. Please, yeah, I would, I would, I would love to see that, but oh, Switzerland, you fuckers. Arch Enemies, Alyssa White Gluce is not ready to release her debut solo album yet. It is coming, yeah, beware. She guests on the uh, Nita Strauss record, and their song is pretty good, nice. Geezer Butler says recording audio version of his autobiography is one of the hardest things he has ever done. I cannot imagine doing an audiobook personally. Oh my god. I, I, I love dude. Okay. Little little side note here. Mm-hmm. They've been re- they've been redoing The Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, and the Silmarillion as audiobooks, read uh-huh. by Andy fucking Circus. Uh... Um, Oh, dude, and he does the voices as the characters, and his fucking his normal reading voice is so fucking like it's it's fucking magical. Oh my god, just just watching clips of it on fucking TikTok, watching him record is fucking outstanding. Oh my god, mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of audiobooks. I actually like to read the books myself, but if yeah. I was to ever get an audiobook, it would be those read by him. I can, I can, I can, I can get that. That's fine. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I have an audiobooks, but I haven't listened to them. And I, again, it's one of those things. I just, I have a hard enough time listening to podcasts sometimes. So it's like, yeah, yeah. Um, I think we're about to reach the end because I think we mentioned last time that Iron Maiden's Steve Harris slipped and fell on stage during the show. 
um yes. which it just sounds like it sounds like right now iron maiden's having an aerosmith moment and all the members are like being hit by things on stage so Boy. yeah i think i think we've reached yeah because there's the thing about eddie van halen nearly having a cameo in the third bill and ted movie so so God we have it. reached we have reached the the two-week point of the last two weeks anyway um with that i think it is time we take a commercial break greetings metalheads dan mack here and if you're a fan of putting a little heat on your meal spice up your life with one of the many hot sauce flavors available from our sponsors at hella hot hot sauce all natural no preservative and california made hella hot hot sauce provides small batch artisan hot sauces made from fruit and pepper blends that emphasize aroma taste and of course heat with several flavors available some seasonal others year-round and collaborations with members of ghoul exhumed guar and hatebreed there are plenty of options to suit your palate head over to hellahothotsauce.com and buy up a couple bottles now all right, so let's move on to the next section, which is a little extra, where we get a little, a little metal, a little non-metal. Um, normally, we start with the crowdfunding tracker, which we haven't paid attention to in forever. So soon, that will that will come back soon. Uh, so scripted, scripted episodes are coming back in September. Yeah, well, that's that's a ways away. So, but um, uh, unrelated to that, uh, we can also talk about how Shred Check Radio is returning next next Monday, the Monday after oh, yeah. this episode airs. So nice. Yes. So Shred Check Radio, Pat and Reese will be returning to Overkill Radio, and we will be, of course. Highlighting the living shit out of that. So, um, awesome. but until then, let's move on to shit I want. Chris, what the living fuck do you want? Well, I got two things. Okay, so number okay, one, I, I got a, I, I got a note. Uh, I got I got notes. So number one, we've been talking about this for quite some time already. Uh-huh. But again, I work for a particularly large courier service, and our contract with the with our drivers union our and our employee union is coming to an end oh yes uh, the uh, company re- redacted redacted yes yes um so i think the last time we recorded the the negotiations between the union and the company kind of fell through mm-hmm. uh, and i was i got i started getting very very worried about how it's going to affect um my metallica trip because the contract expires again on July 31st at midnight, August 1st, they could possibly go on strike. Um, so we don't know how long the strike will last, if it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and the top of the show is on Friday the 18th and then Sunday the 20th. And we, us in management who are non-union, are expected to be all hands on deck, available at all hours of the day to be able to do what we can to lessen the blow of mm-hmm. what's going to happen if a strike does occur. Um, so the last thing I heard about negotiations is that negotiations are going to resume next week. They have pretty much exactly a week to, f- to figure out everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the company is on edge. Uh, we are ready allegedly to to uh do what we can to continue to move volume forward if we can as much as we can but 
I, I'm just, I'm just feeling the uncertainty of it. I, I, it's still very much up in the air. Everything can fall apart all over again. Um, so I just want things to be. I just want, I want to see Metallica. I want things to be settled. I want, I want everything to work out between the union and the company. Make everybody happy, um, and and so we can get back to work. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's my main thing, you know, because you know if you read articles about what's going what could possibly happen if a strike does occur it's a big fucking deal um for the pretty much the 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 country's economy the global economy like things will come to a standstill um if a strike does happen and it's not good for anybody so mm-hmm. fingers are still crossed that that does not happen but you know anything can happen in the next week um again it'll be a, a week from the day that this episode comes out that the contract mm-hmm. will end gotcha. um, so that's one that's one and that's one that's been i've been talking about for a few months now the other thing i want is i want the fucking summer to end um because this summer has been so busy and so fucking hot that i just need it to be over yeah. i need summer to be over um i still have I just I just sent the boys back to their mom. We just had them for three weeks, and that was hectic as shit for those three weeks. They go back to their mom for a week, and I get them back next Friday and for another three weeks. And I love my boys, but this, the schedule that we have to keep when we have them for this period of time is very hectic for us. And on top of that, with the fucking heat and not being able to literally do anything, it's so hot. It's so miserable. Like I am starting to feel really down about mm. <laughs> about everything. Like I can't go hiking because it's too hot. I can't train in my home gym because it's too fucking hot. You know, I, I it's just the summer has just gotten so fucking brutal, and mm. I just need it to end. I need it to end. I need to get to September. I need to get back to a normal schedule. I need I need to be back into to be able to train outside. Um, I need to go hiking. Like uh, mm. I'm stuck inside too fucking much right now, and it sucks. I understand, in the sense that I am hearing what you're saying and I am acknowledging your your feelings, but I am <laughs> I love not being in, inside. I am not in a similar situation personally. Um, my my interactions with the outside have yes they've been very hot and unfortunate Um, but I also make I make myself I make myself sparse during the summer probably probably the way to go yeah yeah so and this is again this is a significant contributor as to one of the many reasons why I I will probably, if I ever have to go back into an office to work, even if it's in the sense of doing my my therapy job, I will do so kicking and screaming and crying. A lot of crying, a lot of tears. Um, just because you know, I'm, I'm I I was I've been sitting here thinking about like, oh man, like all the construction they're doing near our home with you know, like you wouldn't you wouldn't know, you know, from 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 the from the from the little cul-de-sac we live on, you wouldn't know that just a mile away in like three different directions, there's just stuff happening. 
and the time. Yeah, I want no part of it. <laughs> so I feel like that's more of a concern to me at any given time. Like the heat, I can be like, this sucks. This really sucks. This really sucks. But it's not as much of a problem to me as people are. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, Um I, I can I can see like I I would I would like temperatures to be cooler. I would like at least a day of rain. I hate the rain, but I would like at least one day of rain. Oh my god! Uh, just just a little bit, just a little bit of a a, a, a mix up a little bit. Um, that's that's pretty much it. That's all I can, that's all I'll bear. But yeah, I can, that's it. You know. Also, it's very. It's, I, I find it very funny that like um, my my computer, you know, it gives you the weather at the bottom of the screen, and at one point it just went from being like 103 to very hot. <laughs> I was like, "Thanks, computer." <laughs> I, I gathered that. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is hilarious. It's like, oh, by the way, it's kind of fucking hot. And I'm like, yeah, I got that, bud. Thanks. So, um, but yeah, yeah, I, I can, I, I can, I can feel that though, because you're, you're, you're far more of an outside person than I am. So, yeah. Um, what do I want? Well, at this point, I want to get, I want to get my office optimized. I've made a lot of change to it. And uh, trying to get rid of a lot of random stuff. Um, so, 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 check this out. Um, every laptop I've ever owned, every last one of them, from the very first one I got back in my days of um, my first days of college in Stony Brook. So I was seventeen. I'm thirty-seven now. I have every laptop I've ever owned. Whoa. I, why? I don't know. So I just went to them today, and I was like, okay, give me the hard drive, throw the rest of that shit away. Finally just got rid of some things. And I was like, these computers nice. these computers suck. So I finally got rid of them. And, um, you know, things like that. Like, I'm just, I'm just having a bit of a, a, a relief period. Like, why do I have all this crap? And it's not like I, I, I hang on to, like, a billion things, like, to the point where I'm... I'm in hoarder territory or any of that, but it's just like I've somehow justified for 20 years that this might be useful someday when obviously it, by now it's a paperweight. So, um, so I'm working on just kind of redoing that and getting things up to, up to new speed. Like I even, I even hung up my, my diplomas again for like the first time in like three four years so now i remember that i did stuff once <laughs> but like it was like it, it, it was all for something yeah yeah now i was like yeah i remember that boy that went nowhere <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I'm, I'm, like, I'm looking at my masters and i'm like remember the time that that wasn't useful for shit <laughs> Uh, but, but yeah, like, you know, that's, that's the kind of thing. I'm just trying to set it up so that I, I have more of this, this space for, for everything. 
It's it, it is like the command center for Shred Shack Texas slash D money therapy. Oh my god, that's great! Is that what you're going to call yourself now? No, of course not. <laughs> like you're going to open up your own you just, uh, your own practice, D money. <laughs> you feel any press? Come see D money. Hmm. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that sounds like such. That sounds like such a fucking awful joke. I hate it. <laughs> oh, terrible. All right. Next thing. Next. Next. Next bit. I got to pull up the. God, I. I don't remember our script from episode to episode anymore. It's been, it's been so long. The the month off threw me off. Um, down the rabbit hole kind of rabbit hole have you been down lately i will tell you actually um so i did mention earlier that i'm going to go see christopher nolan's uh, oppenheimer movie tomorrow you did and i have just become like kind of a little obsessed this past week about the man himself uh so i watched i watched there's a there's a documentary from 1981 called the day after trinity um Trinity being the the actual test, uh, the first explosion of an atomic bomb in the world, mm-hmm. um, was, was called Trinity, and so I watched that documentary about him. I watched, uh, I watched like a biography, a literal biography from A and E on him. Mm-hmm. I watched, a, I watched History Channel's Modern Marvels about the Manhattan Project in general, um, a bunch of stuff. I watched a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I watched. I I listened to the podcast with uh, Christopher Nolan. Happy Sack. He was on Happy Sack Confused. Listened to the podcast about with Christopher Nolan about uh, the filming process. And then Entertainment Weekly had a video out where they interviewed the cast with Christopher Nolan. So they had Christopher Nolan, Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, Killian Murphy, and Robert Downey Jr. Who were like the, the main four from the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched that. So I just went on. A, I just went on a Oppenheimer fucking rabbit hole, uh, learning a lot about about him, about the project, about what was going on at the time, and what happened after the fact, um, which was I think more important. And it's all going to be. It looks like it's. It seems like it's all going to be portrayed in the movie, like the whole story. So I'm. I'm really, really looking forward to seeing it tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, um, and being able to report on that. On the next episode of the podcast. Okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> I know very little. I am I am somewhat interested in the movie, but obviously this is not something that I would, uh, um, I would go and see in the theater. I have no interest in that. I'd go see Barbie in the theater. Hell yeah! So <laughs> I've seen but, I've um, seen I've seen that too on Tuesday. So yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be able to talk about both. Yeah, I, I got you on that. But like, yeah, you know, like the, the way that the way that things happen is like I'm really excited for a movie, but the chances of me seeing it in the theater are extremely low. Um, case in point, the new Mario Brothers movie it's streaming now. I still haven't watched it yet. So, what is it streaming? Is it what's what's it on? Uh, fuck, I don't even know. I know, I, I know it's definitely streaming though. It's on something. Gotcha. Um, something that I'm pretty sure I do have. <clears throat> nice. But um, yeah, I I, I still want to see that, of course. But uh, I'm just not. 
Uh, okay, it is suggested. It is suggested by Andrew that Mario is on Peacock. Ah, okay. Um, Thank you, Andrew. Yes. Uh, so that I want to see, but again, I don't see. I typically don't see movies in the theaters unless it's like a hundred percent. I must see this here now. Move out of my way. Like mm-hmm. I will move heaven and earth to see it. So, um, like I think the only movie coming out that has a chance for that for me is the new Ninja Turtles movie. I, yeah, I mean, I'll probably take the boys to go see that if uh, if I'm available that weekend because it's the first weekend in August. Oh yeah, um, which you know might be prime strike weekend. So who the fuck knows? Yeah, um, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I was I, I definitely looking forward to seeing that. The trailer looks dope. I'm I'm pretty stoked for that movie. So yeah, yeah. Um, but outside of that, outside um, going into any sort of rabbit hole, I think I feel like my my office is going to be my rabbit hole for the meantime. For the it's most part, right, yeah. for the most part, I'm trying to like keep it low because I have an insane month to look forward to in September. And it's like, I need to kind of reserve myself in the meantime. Oh yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, we're down to like a month and a half left for you, for your fucking insanity. So yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I, I've made it, I've made it just slightly worse by throwing in the Alice Cooper show the week before, because it was going to be the originally it was supposed to start off with the baby metal show, which was right at the end of August. But now I have Alice Cooper. So it goes Alice Cooper into Baby Metal, into Galaxy Con, potentially into Danzig, then into Netherlands, uh, Guns N' Roses, um, my own show, my birthday, Lindsay's birthday somewhere in there too, Andrew's birthday's oh. in there as well. So there's a lot going on. It's a, it's a, it's a wild month for you, for sure. Oh, yeah. So I, I'm just trying to reserve myself at this point. Um, but my office is, is the thing that I'm focusing on right now. So, yeah, so that's, that's what I got for a rabbit hole. I, I'm, I've been playing it. I've been playing it kind of, kind of easy and quite loose lately. So. Gotcha. Um, let's see what else comes next. We got uh, a little light reading. What have you been reading lately? I mean, I've been so busy that I haven't really had a chance to to read too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I do get a chance, I've I've been able to to continue on. I'm reading The Witcher, um, the the Last Wish, which again I think I talked about last time. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think like this is like a I wouldn't say a prequel. It takes place before the main saga, um, which I have the first three books of. Okay. But this is like a series of like short vignettes, pretty much. Inter, interwoven with uh, like a, another like a, like a subplot. Um, I'm pretty sure that these these vignettes were, were pretty much episodes of The Witcher. Like yeah. I'm pretty sure I just I just read the 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 story of the pilot episode. Um, I read one one story was the episode like the first episode of the second season. So mm-hmm. there's these little they're just little side like not side adventures they're little adventures that kind of lead into the uh the main story which will um probably start probably started with the first book of the actual saga which is what they're into in the show right now so okay okay 
but that's um, about it. I haven't had a chance to pick up the Devin biography in a minute. Um, I, 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 I am looking. What was I just looking at the other day? That I, oh, well, I'm going on my whole fucking uh, Oppenheimer rabbit hole. I'm really looking to pick up um, his biography called American Prometheus, which is what uh, Christopher Nolan based his script on. So mm. I'm I'm in the market for that. Um, we did go to a bookstore called The Bookseller, which is in the basement of the San Antonio Public Library in a downtown. It was a pretty cool little bookstore. I really enjoyed uh, scrolling through that and digging through that. Uh, I found a couple... Basement of the Alamo. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I didn't see Pee-wee's bike. I didn't find (laughs) Pee-wee's bike, but but I found found a cool Ray Ray Bradbury's uh, Something Wicked This Way Comes. Uh Um, What else would I find? Uh, I think I found a Frank Herbert book. I'm not sure I bought the Frank Herbert book because it wasn't had anything to do with Doom. Yeah, I bought three. I, I bought three books. I can't remember what I bought off the top of my head. Oh, mm-hmm. I bought um, you the um, the the you know the TV show you. No. All right. Anyway, there's a TV show called You. It's based on a series of books. I bought the first book, so I, I got okay. that. Uh, and I thought I bought a third book. I can't remember off the top of my head what it is, but I was I, again. I was pretty happy with uh with my finds there and what we're doing now um in lieu of hiking um with the boys because we we got to a point where they they don't really enjoy it as much as we thought they did or they told us they did uh mm-hmm. now what we're doing is we're taking them to different bookstores and they get to pick out like we give them like a little bit of a budget like 10 15 bucks pick out a bunch of pick out what you want to read and we'll go home and we'll start reading them so this past trip to the bookseller uh, William found himself a large print copy of Dr. Sleep by Stephen King, and he's read a good portion of that. Gabriel found a couple of graphic novels that he was interested in, so that was good. Um, so our next, the next time we have the boys, we'll be heading over to uh, Crazy Lady Books uh, Bookstore and Emporium uh, on 78, and we'll probably hit up Heroes of Fantasies on Pat Booker as well, same day. So okay. that's, that's going to be pretty fun. Okay, very cool. Very cool. Um, I have not continued to read much as of right now, so I'm working. I'm working toward a few things. Um, still, still, when I get the moment, uh, I read a little bit of Mad Love, um, the origin story of Harley Quinn. I keep that right here by my computer, so when I feel that I have an appropriate minute and I'm awake enough, I will. I will go to read some of that. Part of the the problem that I'm having is that I want to finish that book before I go on to anything else. Um, I have a stack of books that I bought at the uh, the last book sale, um, and then I also um, I was looking at the the bookshelves in my bedroom today, which is where I keep all my music biographies. I realized like just how many I actually have and they're not all organized right now. So I was like, Oh shit, I got more than I remember. So I need to organize those and then go, okay, who do I want to read about? Cause I need to pick one. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I still have not fully decided which one is going to be my go-to first. Um, because again, it has to be, it's gotta be something that I, I, I'm not just not just that I'm curious about, 
but I'm legitimately interested. Like I want to know more about this. Um, and I do have, I do have a few books that I'm like, okay, I a hundred percent want to know more about this guy. Like, I think you, I think you were the one who bought me, um, Iron Man, the autobiography of Tony Iommi. Pretty sure. Yeah. Would love to read that because one, one thing I have a lot of curiosity about is the time in Black Sabbath, post Ozzy, post Dio, like where we're talking about Glenn Hughes. Uh, we're talking to, not Glenn Hughes. Yes, Glenn Hughes. We're talking about, um, um, what the fuck is his name? Not, not, not Tony Martin, the other one. Um, Ian Gillen. Oh, yes, um, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, um, and a little bit more about, like, the reunion with with uh, Dio, what went wrong there, and things like that. So um, I want to, I want to, you know, learn more about that. Uh, I believe for my one of my last birthdays, Andrew bought me one of the uh, Rob Halford books, so I still want to read that. So I got I to gotta pick out one and just go with that. And then also decide on what informational book I'm going to read next. Um, so, so those that's 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 where I've got to go from here. Sounds legit. Yeah. So, so that's 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 the direction I'm heading. That's going to be decided on soon. I'm hoping I'm hoping to have the book done. Uh, before August, like I'm hoping to have Mad Love finished before August ends. Uh, I only appropriate so much time to reading, unfortunately. Um, last bit of little extra for your viewing pleasure. What have you been watching lately? Well, um, we the last time that the boys were here for the weekend, so when I have them for an extended period of time and I have to work, they mm -hmm. spend the week at mom and dad's house and they come back here for the weekends and yeah. I go there after work for dinner and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, so the last time that we were here, we continued with our, uh, with our journey through the studio Ghibli or Ghibli um, movies, specifically mm -hmm. again, um, Miyazaki movies. And he had one called Ponyo, um, yes. which was, which was pretty good. I liked it. It was, it was a little too, a little too childish for me, a little too, light like mm -hmm. i really like i after like howl's moving castle and princess mononoke it was a little too too light i maybe like feels like i maybe should have started with that one and worked my way up to the more um more not adulty because they're not for adults but the, the more mature stuff um it was cute it was fun uh gabriel really liked it uh but it just wasn't uh 100 for me um, we are continuing seeing, we are continuing with the new season of the righteous gemstones on HBO max. Um, that's a weekly show. So we've been going through that and in our, in our spare moments, Brandy and I have started the third season of the Witcher. Um, we are, I think through three episodes and it's, it's, it's good. I, you know, I love that show. Um, I think right now what's available on Netflix is part one of the third season and part two comes out in next week so if we can blow it out this week while we don't have the kids before the second part comes out i would i'm going to try and do that right on right on we'll see, we'll see. <clears throat> uh and, and then of course you know the all the the, the oppenheimer videos i've been watching and i'm this segment next time is going to involve barbenheimer 
for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I haven't been watching very much. Um, when I when I get time with Lindsay, um, if we're not playing if we're not playing a game at this point, we are watching the Batman animated series, the original '90s one. Nice. Uh, uh, which is which has been cool. Batman is my the the Batman series and villains and everything are my favorite as far as comic book lore and stories go. Um, and like the first first few episodes, like the, uh, we've watched maybe twenty two some odd episodes, and they've introduced a whole bunch of the villains already, which has which has been very cool. Um, nice. Um, Outside of that, season four of Harley Quinn comes out in the next two weeks. That will be a near immediate watch because I love that cartoon. So, yeah, that's season four, right? Season four, yeah. And it, uh, I saw the trailer for it. it looks good. Um, it's it's not disappointed me thus far with three seasons. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Nice. So, um. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it for <clears throat> for your viewing pleasure. So let's uh, carry on to our next section, which is <clears throat> if I can find it. Uh, well, normally we uh, we do more news, but this is a, again a free flow episode. Have you seen a show? No, no, I have not. I no mean, shows. The only, the only thing I have scheduled coming up is Metallica. So. Yeah, um, I I likely will not be seeing a show until the Alice Cooper show, which is exactly a month from now. Um, well, tomorrow is one month from now. Um, yeah, yeah. But but yeah. So so that goes. Let's talk about heavy metal in the charts. Um, well, well, we. <laughs> that, that that's a misnomer really well uh, let's let, let's at least say let's at least say this is pulling up the charts easier for you now with your new laptop oh, oh it's like a dream wonderful it's like a dream yeah, yeah i'm able to sit here and scroll so much easier it's it's so much nicer mm-hmm. uh, so, but with that being said though heavy metal the charts like i said it, it's a it's a misnomer it's a joke we know this, yeah. right? So just to be able to talk about something music-related in the charts, we're going to cover anything remotely hard rock or heavy metal, which includes mm-hmm. greatest hits and classic rock stuff. Um, but we also have a recently found, and recently being in the last two years, recently found love of some pop music. And one artist in particular is Miss Taylor Swift. We talk a lot about her on this podcast. Um, between her shows selling out her fucking three hour 44 song fucking set list, the spectacle. Um, so to be able to actually talk about something on this fucking, on this part of the podcast, we decided that we were going to follow Miss Taylor Swift and how many records she has in the top 200 on the Billboard website. Now, now before, uh, before we begin that, let's just make a, let's make a recollection that last week, I think it was nine her the full nine albums that are on the charts were all in the top 40 yes yes they were all in the top 40 and 
we're gonna we're gonna kick it off almost right away. And with that being said, let's talk that you also like to know who the top five artists are, one through mm-hmm. five, whoever they yep. are, doesn't matter, and who Mister Irrelevant is, number two hundred. Yep. Right. So with that being said, let's just get off right off the bat at number one. No big surprise here is Taylor Swift. Speak now, Taylor's version. The brand new redone version of Speak Now. Correct. Correct. Which which I need to listen to. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. I tried to listen to it in the car with William, and he immediately shot me down and told me to turn on the soundtrack to Child's Play 2019. What, What a prick. Fire your son. Oh, it's like, all right, buddy, we're going to keep you happy because I enjoy the fact that you like music, but but next time I get to pick. Yeah. Uh, that's number one. At number two is One Thing at a Time by Morgan Wallen. Uh, number three is Pink Tape by Lil Uzi Vert, uh, which was actually number one last week. It's the second week on the charts. It was number one last week. At number four is Genesis by Peso Pluma. And at number five is Midnight's by Miss Taylor Swift. So that's her second album in the charts. Followed by number seven, Lover by Miss Taylor Swift. That's her third album in the charts. Followed by number 10, Folklore, Miss Taylor Swift. That's four albums in the top 10 on the Billboard Top 200. Four. Now we start moving around a little bit. All right. This little... All right, hold on. At number 18 and 19, back to back, is Miss Taylor Swift with. At 18, Red's Taylor version, and 19, um, 1989. That's her fifth and sixth records in the top 20 of the top 200. At number 21 is Reputation by Miss Taylor Swift. At number 23 is Fearless, Taylor's version. And at 23, that's fucking eight of her records in the top 25. All right, here we go. Now we're scrolling a little bit more. Elton John's Diamonds, number 34. At number 38 is Evermore by Miss Taylor Swift. Again, all nine of her normal albums that are in the charts, all in the top 40. And now we don't really talk about much because what else is there? Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) moving on. (laughs) Moving on. Rumors by Fleetwood Mac is at number 40. Queens greatest hits at number 48. Uh, at number 49, you got Chronicle, the 20 greatest hits of Credence, Clearwater Revival. Oh man, here we go. Here we go. I knew I, I think I saw a surprise here when I was doing a quick scroll earlier. Uh, we'll see if it comes up. Oh my god, hold on, wait a minute. At number 66, Bob Marley and the Whalers, Legend, the best of. At number 67. The original Speak Now by Miss Taylor Swift. Ten. Ten albums on the Billboard Top 200. Two of the same one. Crazy. Ten albums for Miss Taylor Swift. Yeah, Miss Taylor Swift killing it. Here we go. And now we're going to keep on scrolling a little bit. Tom Brady, The Heartbreakers. Greatest hits, number 78. Journey's Greatest Hits, number 81. Ah, here's the surprise. At number 85 is King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, number 85, with their album title, uh, Petro Dragonic Apocalypse 
and there's a long ass title after that, which is like I got a dot 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 for a fucking billboard here. So I, I don't think they're gonna let me see it. Uh, that's that's pretty amazing, actually. Fucking a, fucking a, is that pretty amazing? That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. If I won't be on the charts next week, but it's because it's debuting at number eighty five, but in the top one hundred for for that band. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. I love it. I fucking love it. Greatest hits of Guns N' Roses at number 96. Greatest hits of Nickelback at number 97. Greatest hits of Leonard Skinner at number 99. And we are now heading into the second half. Okay. Great uh, essential Michael Jackson at number 118. At number 120, Nevermind by Nirvana. Thriller by Michael Jackson at number 121. Um, greatest hits of, of Bob Seeker, the Silver Bullet Band at number 125. Greatest hits of the, the Foo Fighters is a re entry, a re entry at number 126. Blink 182 Greatest Hits is a re entry at number 129. Eagles greatest hits number one thirty four. Holy shit! At number one, at number one thirty eight, Miss Taylor Swift with self titled. That's her eleventh album on the top two hundred. That's a record for her and, for sure. And, and that's 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 the record we thought would never get on there because uh, let's face it, that album's country and country sucks. Not, not only that, but the thing is, like, I'm pretty sure that we may have seen it on the on the the charts before, and at the time she only had ten albums. But now, speak speak now has been on there twice because we got the original one and the fucking Taylor's version. Oh my god, eleven albums on the top two hundred for Miss Taylor Swift. Let's see if we get some of the original ones that like like read the original one or fucking fearless the original one on here while we're <laughs> while we're scrolling. Holy shit! So just All right, albums so that don't even exist, <laughs> <laughs> right? All right. Well, I mean, she's got like three or four different fucking versions of Midnight's out right now. So like, who yeah, the fuck that knows? Is, that is true. All right, so we got uh, greatest hits by Bon Jovi, number one forty. Sounds of Summer, the very best of the Beach Boys, number 143. Billy Joel's Essential Billy Joel, number 145. And we are moving along. Okay. We're getting down to the nitty effing gritty here. Metallica Black Album, 165. Linkin Park Meteora, number 166. Linkin Park Hyper Theory, number 170. Back in Black, ACDC, number one seventy-five. Never going away. That's like that's like the that's like the the hard rock version of Dark Side of the Moon. Fucking a, the, the Black album and Back in Black, all of it. Seriously, um, Elvis Presley, thirty, number one hits at number one seventy-seven. Followed right behind him by one seventy-eight. Greatest hits by Fleetwood Mac. All right, we're into the bottom 20 now. Hot Rocks, Rolling Stones, number 183. Sublime, self-titled, 185. Ugh. And we're getting down to the last of it. All right. Number 200, Mr. Irrelevant. Here is a re-entry of Mercury, Act 1, by the Imagine Dragons. The fuck? 
The, f- yeah. the fuck? The fuck? Imagine this. Fuck that. <laughs> God. All right. Well, I mean, I think that we had we had one non-metal surprise in the sense that Taylor Swift hits hits ten, and uh, I think the 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 biggest thing to make note of is uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard. King Gizzard, for yeah. sure, absolutely. So, that's, so. That, that's good. So cheers to them for that. Absolutely, F and A. So, um, but yeah, um, now. I'm much more awake than I was when we first started, so I am potentially up for doing our discussion if you have the energy. Let's do it. If we're going to do it, let's do it. All right. Well, let's take uh, one more commercial break before before we go. Get your get get your get all your piss out and all that good stuff, and then we will shall resume. Sound good? Sound good. All right. Break time. Hey, it's Jim from the geekiest podcast around, the Jim Pal Podcast. Each episode, we take a look at a different geek franchise and do a deep dive. We've done episodes on the DCU, Star Wars, Top 3D Mario Games, and Zelda. Also, come check us out on Twitch Sunday, Monday, and Friday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. See you there, pals. And we are back, and we are ready for our discussion. Now, for those who have not caught some of our last episodes, we are on a journey. By a journey, I do not mean... I do not mean that we have stopped believing. I mean that we have this book, this book that came out in 2004, entitled The Top 500 Heavy Metal Albums of All Time, written or compiled by Martin Popoff. Um, Now, let's kind of premise this a little bit. This book, again, came out 2004. This book contains no albums that came out after 2004 obviously this is not the fucking sports almanac from back to the future so music stopped it stopped after 2004 basically yes the heavy metal stopped in 2004 game over at the end which sucks because the year 2005 was actually an awesome year for heavy metal um however that being said we have also established that a lot of this book covers things that is we would have to argue are they heavy metal in many cases they are not uh, as we have argued um however there have been thus far some very unusual picks um uh, the first 25 that we did were a lot of ones that we personally were unaware of so it was a little up in the air for us gave us a little bit of a learning learning uh learning tool the next 25 were far more interesting, and the next 25 proved to get further, and we're only going to get cooler and cooler from there. We are going to get a lot of obvious answers, understandably, but let's go right on into this. So, we stopped at number 451 last time, and that was Blue Oyster Cult Fire of Unknown Origin, which contains um, Burning for You. Wonderful, wonderful track, wonderful album. Speaking of which, I did go on a Blue Oyster Cult kick uh, very briefly uh, after this. After doing this list last time, I listened to the self-titled album, which was on the list, as well as um, Secret Treaties. Great, great stuff. Excellent. 
Um, but let's start off. We're going to 450 to 426 today. Number 450 is Black Sabbath with Live Evil. Whoa, so they include we're I, we've covered a couple of live albums in this one already, right? We have covered a couple couple of live albums. This live album in particular is the one that they released with Ronnie James Dio. Um, they were working on it while he was still in the band. This was apparently one of the biggest things that caused a rift that ultimately led in Dio and Vidiapsi leaving the band. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, I love this record. I think it's great. I think that I, I, I love it because it's just a live record of Black Sabbath songs being sung by Dio. However, they are... They are not um, – Dio singing Aussie songs, uh, certainly unusual to say the least. It doesn't, it doesn't work as well um, just because the voices are sh- obviously drastically different. But yeah, yes. still, still works. Uh, works wonderfully well. I loved it. So um, I, remember, I remember when I first heard that, and it was, it's, you know, it's post-Wayne's World, so like I, I'm aware – that there's a different singer in Black Sabbath than Ozzy Osbourne, right? Because of Time Machine. But I never really heard anything beyond that. I never heard Mob Rules. I never heard any of that stuff. And I listened to, I think I listened to NIB from the Live Evil record. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? This yeah. isn't Ozzy. This isn't Black Sabbath. And then, of course, like, you know, that was me in high school. So, you know, kind of educating myself on, like, music history and stuff like that. And then, of course, seeing fucking Heaven and Hell live. Like, oh, oh, I get it. I fucking, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. There have been many times in my life where I got to look at you and said, y'all laughed at me. Y'all laughed at me. And that was one of them. Yeah. So that, that album, just the Dio era, uh, understandably amazing. So does it belong on here? Sure. Why not? Um, what what is it what is it taking the place of we'll we're gonna have to find out in that case here's one here's the next one number 449 which brings up the argument of heavy metal but it is still a fantastic record um aerosmith get a grip whoa wow what a record Fantastic record. Um, Definitely one of the first I ever really got uh, into as it had come out around the time that I was getting into music in general. And you and Garrett had played this. Oh, my God. Without end. Without end. Yeah. Yeah. That, that That was a repeat album for a long time. Yeah. It is it is um is a phenomenal record. And this is one that I'm thinking like, oh man, just just seeing the title in this book, I'm like, maybe I have to go back and listen to this. I know. <clears throat> I think about you know what's funny is like every time I hear that like I hear about Aerosmith or like like someone someone or I'm reminded of Aerosmith in some way, I'm like, man, I really need to go back and listen to their shit. And I never do, which is a shame. I really need to go back and listen to some fucking Aerosmith, let me tell you. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I can I can sit there and listen to 
their greatest hits record, one of the billions that they mm. fucking have, um, and be pretty content. But albums like this are start to finish gold. Oh yeah. So, oh my god. For sure. Um, so as as far as it being a metal list, I wouldn't say so. But as a as a as a rock list, um yeah, you know, even that's even arguable because it's one of those things that I think I I I like the album. I like I certainly I I, I love the album. I make that makes it more of a favorite. Does it belong on like a top list? I wouldn't say so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, how do you, um, like? I wonder, like, given that they they put uh, get a grip here, I wonder uh, where um, like permanent vacation or. Uh, what's the other one that came out around the same time? Pump, where those two are gonna lie, land. You yeah, know, that's like their that's like their mid nineties fucking like comeback kind of thing. So if you like, you got get a grip here, this low in the four hundreds, right? Mm-hmm. Permanent vacation somewhere a little bit higher, perhaps. But then you start getting to like you know like self titled and like night and right like all those other fucking like toys in the attic and shit like that. Like where's that? Oh, yeah. Um, like, like I have a feeling that uh, rocks is going to be somewhere on here. Like, a, like mm-hmm. I feel like either that or get your wings has to be somewhere pretty, pretty high up. But speculation for now, we shall find out in time. For sure, for sure, for sure. Since we were just questioning about live albums, number four forty-eight is ACDC's "If You Want Blood." Um, I'm not too familiar with this one. I love bon, I'm I'm familiar like I love Bon Scott era ACDC. I think it's I I think that the small amount of stuff that was released with Bon Scott is superior to to everything thereafter with um with Brian Johnson. And that includes Back in Black. Um <clears throat> but as far as a live album, um I don't often do live albums unless there's something unless there's something there's there's a reason. As in, like "Live Evil" by Black Sabbath. There's a reason. Dio singing Ozzy songs. So that's a reason. Um, Iron Maiden live albums because fuck you. That's why. Um, well, and... I mean, I think one of the, their last ones was one of my favorite ones. Flight Six Six Six. That live album. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, that was yeah. that was fucking immaculate. Loved it. Oh yeah, and you know they're gonna release a live album for this new tour, and it's gonna be like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, um, but I'm not familiar with this one, and I have little to say about it. So, um, whether or not it actually belongs on here, we'll see. So, here's what got me to say "ooh" and "ah," and I, I, I'm a little surprised by it being here because number four forty-seven is Symphony X: The Divine Wings of Tragedy. This is a record. This may be. Not my favorite record of theirs, but uh, as far as their early material, their pre-five material, I think that this is their best. Um, title track, amazing. Uh, oh God, I can't remember the rest of the the first two, the two tracks this in the early start. Um, but uh, this is not the one with Church of the Machine. Well, I'm trying to see if it if it has the titles. I'm 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 lacking on titles here, but 
that's 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 how much I love this album. <laughs> um, but I think this one is is fantastic in the original four. Um, etching out um, Twilight of Olympus uh, just barely. So, um, the Symphony X is a band that I feel like needs a lot more credit for being uh, just amazing. So, I'm hoping that like th- this album is on here. Like, are we gonna get? Are we gonna get the Odyssey on here? Mm. You know, I, I, I unfortunately, fucking, uh, what's it called? Um, Iconoclast came out after 2004, right? I mean, yes, oh yes, because that was a motherfucker of a record. Mm. That would be on this list for sure. Again, I think that that that's territory of favorite over um, what could be considered milestones. So, but again, arguable based on your appreciation of the band and whatnot. So that's that's to be seen. Interesting one again, throwing down rock into a into a metal category. Uh, we're talking about Stone Temple Pilots number four forty six with Core. Uh, this is dead and bloated sex type thing. Uh, plush. Superman. Oh, yes. So, so oh. De- debut album. Yes. Yes. What a record. What yes. a fucking record. Holy shit. Definitely, oh definitely among their their hardest and heaviest. Um, yeah, they started to they started to like aside from plush, um, but they started to kind of go a little more softer and radio friendly into um into purple, twelve gracious melodies. Um, especially with pulling out the um the interstate love song. But as far as them potentially being close to a heavy metal band, this is the album. This was it. Yeah. So, sure. um, and it's funny because I, I did things a little backwards with them. Um, I think I I think you may have too, considering that I think you got purple first as well, and then got core. Or or am I wrong? I think you're incorrect on that one. I think I got core. I definitely got core first. I think I got core. Okay. Um, I think I'm pretty sure I got core and the black album together for Easter mm-hmm. one year and then I got 12 gracious melodies for Christmas later. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. See so, yeah, um my my mind my mind. Um this one I don't know but there's a part of the description that I do like. Uh so number 445 is a band named Coroner with Mental Vortex. First off awesome title. Wonderful. Yeah. Um it sounds like they uh the intro the intro sentence says that they are uh undeservingly often thrown in with uh destruction creator and sodom so presumably uh german thrash um what's got my attention is apparently it this closes with a doomy riff scarred royce croaked double bass barraged cover of the beatles i want you she's so heavy which I love that song. I love that song. I think that's a great I song. I love that song. Yes. Oh, 
God wonderful damn. film. Yes. So, not much to say about that one, but this mm-hmm. one, um, I have a little more to say, but not much because again, it was kind of an era of um, blending for for this artist, uh, and by that, you'll understand what I mean. At number four forty four, King Diamond, The Eye. Uh, 1990 record. I believe this was like number al- album four, five, or six, somewhere in there. And this is where things just were great, but they were all just kind of part of the vibe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I, I definitely like by this by this point, I couldn't pull out singular tracks. The whole thing as a unit was just great. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so I have little to say about that, but King Diamond uh, has, well, honestly, even when, even at his quote unquote worst, he's still good. So, um, and this was not his worst. I know, like, uh, I think Graveyard or something like that came out after this or whatever. There was an album that he made that I was like, oh my God, like this is like really just left field shit. And I get what he's going for, but for me overall, it doesn't work. So this was not that album though. Um, This one, I, I still will argue to the death that does not belong on this list. Despite what you're going to say about the influence aspect of it. And that's number 443, the Jimi Hendrix experience axis bold as love. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Not technically heavy metal. I understand. I get it. So I don't really, I, I will not argue with you on that. I get it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, the, the influence of course being what it is and what he did for heavy metal guitarists going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I mean, yeah, this list is definitely, I think he just took, I th- we've talked about this probably a hundred times already, but he just took heavy metal as like a fucking, as a fucking, as a term. I don't think it's like, it's, it's definitely not strictly heavy metal music that we're listening to. That we're yeah. So about. you got to throw that, you got to throw that out the window. Yeah, so if we just throw that term out the window, we're just let's just put it all on the table and say this is these are rock records. This is a rock. This is a rock fucking five hundred. Yeah. So, um, yeah. With that being said, absolutely, this album belongs on the record. So yeah. Okay. So this one. Okay, and uh, well. I don't know this one well enough, but I like the band, but I don't like members of the band. Number 442 is Poison. Look what the cat dragged in. The initial debut album. We're on the cover. They literally look like Barbie dolls. Yes, I remember. I remember. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know much about Poison aside from like the big hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I re- I really have nothing to say about them in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, not surprised that they're on the list. I mean, hair metal will be represented, of course. So um, not a surprise, of course. They they they, they will be they they will most certainly be uh, represented here. But um, 
poison. I will say this. If I hear a poison song on the radio, I switch the channel and there's a Def Leppard song. I'm going back to the fucking poison song. Ooh, wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Let's, let's put it that way. Let's, let's, let's at least say, let's at least give them that credit. Um, that's, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. You know, unless, unless, unless the song, uh, unless the Def Leppard song came from Power Mania, in which case, yo, I listened to that shit. Um, but I can't really say much about Poison overall. I don't listen to them enough. I've seen them live like two, three times. Um, I know I saw them open with Kiss. Uh, I think Andrew was there with, for that show. Um, mm-hmm. That, that might have been the show where they they lost power to half the stage. So, um, but anyway, let's move on to the next one. Uh, number four, four one, Deep Purple Fireball. I'm familiar with that one, really. So okay, so um, let's see. Uh, anybody's daughter, fools. No one came. No, no, no. The mule. Um, it basically it was a kind of a precursor to the album Machine Head. Mm. God, that's a record. Yes. Yes. But I don't know. I don't know it that well. I actually don't have it. So of all the def, of all the Deep Purple albums, like I had Def Leppard on the mind. Fuck my life. Uh, of all the Deep Purple albums I have, that's not one of them. Surprisingly, so mm-hmm. here's one I do have, and that's Cathedral, the Carnival Bazaar, number four forty. I love Cathedral. I I actually don't know much of them at all. You so. should totally listen to them. They're pretty doomy. It's great. Okay, you sold me pretty quickly. Yeah, actually, yeah. I've, 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 I definitely heard of them. Like, I, oh, yeah. like I know the name, um, and I, I, I may have even listened to one of their things before. I'm just not familiar, like, like yeah. immediate, you know. What well, the just if you want to listen to one track just to kind of get a vibe for them, Hopkins with Finder General, great track. Oh, okay, cool. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, I just like the term. I just love the term Witchfinder General in general. Yeah. Um, like anytime I hear anything remotely involving that term, I'm like, okay, this is probably gonna be cool. And 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 it's actually it actually opens with a line from a movie that it's spoken by Vincent Price, so you know it's gonna be cool. Oh, yeah. Okay, Vincent Price yeah. involvement, fucking banger, banger. Just like uh, like. I want to I want to learn, recall, and recite the entire intro to the Black Widow by Alice Cooper, which is the uh Vincent Price intro. It's it's the best thing ever. <laughs> um number four thirty nine is Rush Fly by Night. Early early rush. Early early rush, yeah, early yes. rush. I think early rush. Uh, again, I'm not as familiar with early Rush. Of course, uh, I'm I'm only so much of a fan of Rush personally, um, but of course they are incredibly revered by by nerds everywhere. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, 
Yeah, I got I got nothing to say about this one, unfortunately. So uh, anyone's got a problem with that, you can let us know in the comments below. I don't know how you're uh, you're gonna comment. I don't even know where you're you're listening to this. So if there are even comments available. <laughs> Uh, okay uh number 438 is voivod war and pain i can believe that i mean i don't i don't know enough about voivod i i mean the only reason i remember learning about them was because of jason newstead joining them mm-hmm. for that with that one album and tour um and but the thing is they they seem to be very highly regarded in in mm-hmm. terms of like a progressive thrash style yes um that they they may deserve a follow-up that i have just not given them yet yes most most certainly the the stuff i know from them the stuff i listen to from them has been really good uh really really different unique speaking of which they they just released a new they have a new release that came out today uh, I think it's called uh, Morgoth Tunes or something like that, or Morgoth oh. Tapes or something like that, where they re-recorded a few uh, older tracks, and I think they have one, maybe one or two new songs on it. I don't mm-hmm. know. I have to check it out. Okay. Okay. We'll we'll have to look into that. Certainly, uh, certainly a follow up. Um, next up. Band I I've I've heard of I've heard great things about but I have not gotten into myself. Number four thirty seven is Sanctuary into the Mirror Black. Same 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 situation. Yeah, I've I, I, I they they just came back together and everything if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, um, actually, um, of course lineup has changed because Laurel Dane was in the original Sanctuary. Laurel Dane has since passed, of course. Oh, what a loss. Uh, yes, but um, I know, I'm pretty sure they are continuing on in some capacity or they have at least re-released something in the in the last few months. But definitely right. one I've heard significantly great things about. So, Yeah. Um, when, is, when are we going to get to some Nevermore on this list? If we get some Nevermore, and uh, Sanctuary's on it, Nevermore's got to be on it. Come on, not not necessarily true. Not necessarily true. Um, well, if there's anything, it's gonna. I feel like there's gonna be Dead Heart and a Dead World in here. So yeah, I think yeah. Okay, um, this one, uh, I know one track from, and I don't care. Number four thirty six is Nazareth, Hair the Dog. Um, eh. Okay. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. That, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next song. So, here's a here's an answer to your here, here's here's an answer to your question from earlier because number four thirty five is Aerosmith again with Pump. There it is. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. We're gonna again. I think their their mid '90s stuff is gonna be like in this this 400 maybe like like era here or time here. But once you get to like the classic stuff, we'll get into the the higher numbers. Yeah, but I, I got to say one thing about this record, and it's got one of my legit favorite Aerosmith songs, and that is the other side. Mm. Yes. Yes. Um, but. The other side, Janie's got a gun, Angel crying, uh, and crazy. 
you know, you, know, you, you can't go wrong with, with, with those tracks. Those are all radio hits. Um, again, matter of favorites versus, versus milestones, but um, definitely a commercial success for the band. Yeah, I'm looking at Love in an Elevator, Young Lust. Oh, yeah, good songs. I thought Love in an Elevator was a permanent vacation. I'm looking at Pump right now. Well, Young Young Lust is Young Lust is on there. Yes, that's correct. Permanent Vacation. um, Permanent Vacation was Dude Looks Like a Lady, Angel, Ragdoll, Magic Touch. Yeah, I got you. Next one, I have no idea, so we're not going to spend too much time on it. But number 434 is Vandenberg with a self-titled record. Um, apparently, this is, the, this, is a, um, this is the band that a future Whitesnake guitarist, Adrian Vandenberg, had prior to Whitesnake. So, yeah, uh, not, uh, yeah. not sure about that. Um, since we had mentioned Jason Newstead a moment ago, number 433, Flotsam and Jetsam, Doomsday for the Deceiver. Nice. Okay. I only know so much about Flotsam and Jetsam, but I knew that this record would be on here. So, oh, okay. Yeah, this I is... Like, more, I'm... Go ahead. Oh. I was gonna say I'm not. I'm, I'm definitely not familiar with them very much. I yeah. know the name. I may have listened to one of their latter day records that have come mm-hmm. out in the last couple of years, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know much about them. Yeah, uh, apparently they are thrash, so that's that's worthwhile. But when I mm-hmm. see a Flotsam and Jetsam record, usually the cover that I see is Doomsday for the Deceiver. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's an interesting one because I thought people hated it. Um, but number 432 is Carcass Swan Song. That's familiar. Uh, the one this is actually the first Carcass album I had and listened to, and I really liked it. So 1996, I see. Yeah, 1995, according to the book. So either way, um yeah. maybe I'm thinking of the album after it. Um, there was one album where like they they changed a little bit and everyone hated it. And I think it might I think it might have been like heart something. Um but Well they had heart work which was before Swan Song. Okay. That maybe maybe that was the one. One of the records was just was just Okay, here we go. The bar, well, the hardcore legions found the band way too diluted, too rock and rollsy, too clean. Even if this attribute was all in the grooves and emphatically not in Jeff Walker, still snarly vocal. So um People, people were not crazy keen on this record, but it is on this list. It's a damn shame that that book came out in 2004 because they miss Surgical Steel because that shit was good. Mm-hmm. Um, getting back into straight-up rock territory. Uh Number 431 is ACDC, The Razor's Edge, Thunderstruck, Money Talks, <laughs> Mistress for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. That's a good one. Yeah. Good record, but I don't, I don't think it belongs here over a lot of the other records, personally. So, 
I love Thunderstruck though. What a song! And that's, oh, that's a great track. song. Wow. Yeah, and and that's one of the songs that like if I ever saw it live, like the energy would be phenomenal. Oh, can you fucking imagine just seeing live clips of that is fucking yeah. insane. Not even just that, just seeing the video for that, like mm, mm-hmm, of, of yes. the people like in like like what looks like cages just going nuts. Yeah. That's amazing. Love yeah, it. Absolutely. 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 I love it. Um number four hundred and thirty. Um, which I will say is a superior album to the one that came before it. And uh, by that I mean Nirvana in Utero. Great album. That's a dirty album. That was, that was fucking. That was hard. You know, I really, yeah. That's a good one. That's definitely yeah. a good one. Yeah. I mean, again, it's it's it wasn't it wasn't groundbreaking like Nevermind was at the time. Mm-hmm. But it definitely it definitely did. It definitely got dark. Yeah. In that for that one, and that that made it good. It made it great. Yeah, and I, I will say. Heart-shaped box is probably one of the few uh, Nirvana songs that when I hear on the radio, I will not turn it off. Great song! It's a great song. Great song. Still a great song. I mean, so. They still have a they have a, they have a couple of good ones on that one. Um, All apologies is really good. Oh yeah. Serve the servants. Sentless apprentice. Rate me, Dom. Like this is like, oh my god, yeah. I mean. Honestly, this is this is a really good record. Like Penny Royalty, dumb. Like I said, dumb. Um, fucking yeah. Tourette's, like that fucking scream fest. I think yeah, it's, it's I think it's a superior cool. record to Nevermind. Interesting. Very personally. Interesting. Yeah, I get that. I, I think this this one may have been my first Nirvana record before I even got a copy of Nevermind. Actually. That seems that seems possible. It's either, well, well, I mean, fucking unplugged. Jesus Christ. Anyway, no, oh, God, well, unplugged is their best album. Period. Hands down. Everybody yeah. shut the fuck up. So, yeah. Period. Done. That's that. Yeah. It's a that I. Oh, I gotta stop because that's yeah. I, I want to fucking get too emotional with that one. Yeah, that one's like that might be second place as far as one of the best MP- MTV unplugged episodes behind obviously Alice in Chains. Oh, oh my god! I will, and oh. I will fight. I will fight to the death for that one. I, I I would say for that it like Nirvana walked so Alice in Chains could run with that one. Holy shit! That Although the shit. thing is, like with I. Uh, that's a tough one. I think I might. I think I would go with fucking Nirvana over that one. But that's 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 it's just an emotional connection to that record. That's all. Well, it's time for my. It's time for my quote. You're wrong, and here's why. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got nothing. I got nothing for that right now. Your ears um, are cheap, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> um, this one. This one. I. I can. I am a hundred percent behind um, on this list. No, but just being recognized, absolutely. Number four twenty nine is Black Sabbath, Headless Cross. You talk about that one a bunch, so I I'm very, love I'm not as familiar this with record. All right, who's the singer? Is it it's Tony, Tony Martin? Martin? It's Tony Martin. Okay. Okay. 
I I love this record. It is it is so good. Um, it's the second one they did with Tony Martin because they did Eternal Idol, then they did uh, Headless Cross, and then it was Tear. Um, mm. But Headless Cross, oh my god, I love every track on that record so hard. It is it is so good. Um, <laughs> humorously obsessed with Satan on that one, but I think apparently that was Tony Martin's fault because he was like, I'm part of Black Sabbath. I got to write about Satan. <laughs> but um, no, I love that. Tr- I love that record. It's amazing. So um, album that I have, I don't pay enough attention to, and I really need to get more into this band. Uh, number 428 is Suicidal Tendencies with How Will I Laugh Tomorrow. Same, same. I don't, I don't know enough about suicidal tendencies. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've listened to, I listened to some of their stuff, but it's just never been with enough intent to really remember it. But what yeah. I've heard, I've liked, which is a good start, of course. Interesting selection to come, um, but. Of course, I love the record. And that is number 427 with Metallica, S&M. Oh, going for the live records. Okay. Going for the live records with the orchestra. Yeah, I was going to say, like, we're going for a Metallica live record, right? And it's not Binge and Purge. Okay. Here's the thing. Would Binge and Purge be considered a live album? Because it's a a big box set. It's a, like... Would that be considered a live album? That's that's the argument I would get. I would put up, and I would say that if it's a box set, it probably would not appear here. Oh, that is a shame because my first experience with a live record besides Nirvana Unplugged was Binge and Purge, and that is by far one of the best live records ever. Mm-hmm. But I would say for a Metallica live record, S and M, you know, you know, two thousand four and, and previous. That's a pretty solid one to go with. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I loved this record. Um, this is, of course, this is obviously is where No Leaf Clover came from. Um, Latter day Metallica track, definitely a great one. But just hearing a lot of their stuff with the orchestra was very cool. I know you saw it live. So, I mean, yeah, I can't yeah, imagine that experience. Yeah. So so yeah, that's 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 definitely something. I I have to I, I applaud the record in and of itself as uh, just as much as I applaud the second uh S and M album. Um but again questioning whether or not it belongs on this list as far as it being among the best, arguable. So we shall see what's to come. Yeah, uh, I mean I'm really curious what's gonna like if Binge and purge, binge, just binge and purge. Oh my god! Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna see, but we have we have a lot to go. But this is the last one for tonight, and this again, we've said this, we've we've covered this band in the past. We were talking about them earlier in a news article, uh, but that is Fate's Warning, No Exit, number four twenty six, a band that I need to pay more attention to. And I am in the same boat again. Like I think I though I think I've seen or or heard like one or two tracks. Mm-hmm. And I like and I like them, but I don't know enough about yeah. them. You know, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, it's it's something that like I hear so many great things about them because they're included in that prog sense along the lines of like Queen's Dream Reich. Theater and Queen's Reich oh. and and yeah, things like yeah, that. Yeah. Like they're they're in the same conversation, but they're not they're certainly not the same band. So yeah. So um it's definitely something that's worth more of my attention, but this will happen. This this will indeed happen. Like I said, I got my boombox plugged back in. I got a couple of CDs to listen to. I got a few thousand CDs to listen to. So let's <laughs> let's get on that, of course. But at this point, we make our curtain call because Warrior needs food badly. And uh Ella, you need a nap and I am I might I might uh, be irresponsible and play play games to the break of dawn. So, oh, Rocky Body, Rocky Body, and in parentheses to the break of dawn. Um, interesting note: I just added a bunch of sound clips to uh, our Twitch channel. So, uh, I, of course, I added the "I don't need no instructions to know how to rock." <laughs> Love it. So good. Love it. Uh, but anyway, as we said, we have to wrap this up. It is late for us, and we have a couple of things to take care of. So until until then, uh, until next time, which is two weeks from now. Actually, let me rephrase that. This episode will come out on Monday. Uh, Monday, which is uh, – what fucking day is that? The 24th? 24th, yes. Um, yeah, yes, this episode will come out on Overkill Radio and on all the streaming uh, areas on um, on the July 24th, Monday. And then you can go listen to Overkill Radio the following week on July 31st to listen to the first episode of Over of not Overkill, of uh, Shred Shack Radio for the first time in uh, at least three to four months, to say the least. Uh, so Pat and Reese will return the week after, and then we return ourselves the week after that. So until then, I am Dan Mack. And I am Chris Mack. And I am your father. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, and we are the slime. <laughs>